Sweet. Hey, everybody. This is uh, Durango Music again, uh, coming for our weekly podcast. Sorry we missed last week. Uh, we all had some stuff going on. Yep. Um, yeah, well. How's it going, Cody? Pretty good. How are you doing, buddy? Ah, oh, man. You know, just another day of corona, I guess. Uh, working yeah. on some of the design projects for Durango music stuff uh, some of the other lost soul things and having a pretty laid-back day at the office you know perfect yeah it looks like you put in quite a bit of work over there during the whole corona madness yeah you know it's a good time otherwise a person like me slips slowly into insanity you know start pacing and you know you gotta stay busy yeah, sure gotta yeah. stay busy or yeah i go a little insane too yeah man well so uh you know on that note with the whole corona thing uh, yeah yeah san juan uh basins public health put out a couple announcements here recently um yes some pretty good ones uh but you know also not very promising. It looks like uh, as per April 29th, um, La Plata County is, uh, has put out this new uh, statement. Um, they're implementing a uh, phased approach to reopening, which is probably a good idea. I, I can oh, imagine. Oh, it makes sense. Oh, know? yeah. But it's, you know, unfortunately, um, you know, and people will, will see when you describe exactly what the fine print of this uh, quote-unquote reopening is. Right. Um, it's, not, it's not all that great, but if you own like a salon or a tattoo shop, it's, uh, it's good news. Right. Well, and I see why they're doing it too. I mean, I can't imagine if everybody, you know, if things were just back to normal at once and everybody was allowed to open. I'm sure it would be a little chaotic for a couple weeks there. You got to uh, flatten the curve, you know? Exactly. Um, I understand the way they're, they're open in certain sectors of the economy, it seems. And I get that because yeah, if we, if we say, okay, go like, you know, meet up with your cocktail group at derailed, everything's on, let's do it full blown. Right. I could see the medical system not being able to, you know, that's the whole thing. Everyone's had that conversation already. People understand you got to slow it down so the medical system can cope so people don't die. That's the, yeah, whole, exactly. the whole big crux of this thing. Yeah. So, um, you know, on a, on a good note with uh, where they're starting, looks like May 8th, um, Certain uh, businesses will be opening back up uh, services such as salons, tattoo parlors, dog groomers, massage, personal training, uh, in-store retail, and non-essential offices may also open uh, with strict social distancing and uh, other precautions. Um, and uh, workplaces are going to be required to self-certify that they understand uh, the precautions. Uh, so it's good, you know. There looks like some some of uh, the economy is opening back up, but we're playing it safe and doing it the right way. Uh, yeah. It's worth doing it the right way, you know. 
Um, especially, you know, us being in our late 20s, I'm sure a lot of the people watching this on Facebook and especially Twitch uh, and YouTube, like younger folks. And we do have a little bit of responsibility, you know, to, to maybe our neighbors who who are possibly like in their 60s and 70s and much more uh, and much more at risk, you know? Right. So I'm happy to see some actual signs that point toward uh, it actually making sense to open up a couple things. But that being said, what bothers me is La Plata County still hasn't had very sound or comprehensive access to testing for the public. Right. I agree with that. Um, you know, which it, it's uh, understandable that the resources just aren't there. Uh, but it would be nice if we could have something, something like that. Make me feel a little safer with uh, everything coming back. But I'll back tell you what, man, could you imagine living in New York right now? Oh like man. Downtown, downtown New York. Couldn't imagine it, dude. Uh, uh no, it's moments uh, like these. I'm really, really uh happy to live in such a small, small town. Um, likewise, yeah, it, it's great. It, it really is. We do live in a very wonderful piece of the country, and uh, yeah, it, it's great. Yeah. Lots so, of stuff to enjoy, and you know what? There's a you know, there's gonna be a point at which this black veil of sadness is lifted and we get to go play shows again. Oh, I know. I'm excited. I'm excited. Oh, man. How excited are you to play a show after this, dude? Oh, I can't wait. I, I, would, I would plug in and, and, and play in front of, like, three people at, a, at an old folks' home for $2 right now. Oh, totally. <laughs> I want to go play any show, man. Yeah. I'd be stoked to set up on that street corner right now, man. Uh, yeah. yeah. And We're all I have itching. a feeling people miss live music almost as much as we miss giving it to them. Yeah. Also, you know, that, that, uh, on that note, that reminds me, um, of what you're talking about with the Stillhouse Junkies. Yeah. Oh, can that, I talk about that, man? Yeah. Tell us a little bit about that coolest idea uh let me hop on facebook they're calling they got a great name for it and everything i think it's called the it's like a bob dylan reference or something that, they're so cool i love the still shout out stillhouse junkies you guys are my favorite colorado bluegrass outfit doing it right now frankly and yeah. i know everyone's got their favorite bluegrass band and there's so many in town that I love dearly. Stillhouse Junkies really do it for me, though. Let's see oh, here. Yeah. Going on their Facebook page. Uh, loading a little slowly since we got StreamYard pulled up. But they're okay. doing a tour. <laughs> it's kind of a tour, right? Um, they're based here in Durango. And what they're going to do, instead of the tour they had booked, it's a really, really good idea. Um, it's called the Rolling Junkies Review Tour, um, which I think is sort of an allusion to like a Bob Dylan tour, something. I think I don't know what the you know it's a great name, and the idea is you sign up for a time slot, and they come 
to your front yard. This band that won, I think, uh, second place at Telluride Bluegrass. Yeah. Band, they, you place. can get, get a second place Telluride, world-class bluegrass on your front yard. Just hit them up on their Facebook page, the Steelhouse Junkies on Facebook. It's called the Rolling Junkies Review Tour. They will come um, the dates, five time slots available on Saturday, May 9th, and five more available on Mother's Day, Sunday, May 10th. Sign-ups via Google spreadsheet shared on their Facebook will run May 3rd through May 7th. Guys, if your mom likes bluegrass... This is gonna make you the best daughter slash best son of all time. Oh yeah. It sounds like I don't know if there's even any space left. So you should get on it if this uh sounds like something that would uh be a, a good gift. I'm sure it'd be amazing if you did oh, that. Oh yeah. Talk about a good gift. Have a have a world class bluegrass yeah. band come play on on your lawn. Awesome. I, you know, do it for me if someone's out there. Uh, please, I would love if I like woke up on Mother's <laughs> Day. <laughs> no, I mean, do it for a mother. I think, I think <laughs> the Mother's Day show needs to be all for mothers. I hope that they're just going around Durango serenading moms all day long on May tenth. Yeah, that's great. That's that's way great. Also, so, and if you're a band, why not? Why not do that? Also, like it's a great idea. Like people are out there, and they're innovating. The Stellhouse Junkies are innovating. They're finding new ways to provide the service of live music under new, uh, challenging circumstances. And so, other bands, man, take note. They can't go and play at everyone's door. There's room for other people to do this too yeah oh yeah well so also there's some more good news in uh the musical community around here uh jimmy's music supply plans on reopening by may 5th so i know uh i know that's gonna be that's gonna be a pretty exciting thing for a lot of musicians in the area um also i mean jimmy's been doing a great job he's been uh taking orders for things uh, online and then uh meeting people down at the shop to to give them the supplies they need to keep jamming while we're all locked down yeah. so that's been a big help that's been pretty great yeah and i'm excited that man jimmy was filling such a such a crucial role in the musical community he's really an important thing uh, cats and shut down, you know, and he stepped in to fill that uh, hole for all of us. And if, <laughs> unless you want to drive for like a half hour every time you want to buy guitar strings, it's pretty important that, you know, we, that we not forget about places like Jimmy's at this time. There's a lot of people that if they had just had one better month during this whole Corona thing, wouldn't have gone out of business really you know so yeah. uh down the rabbit hole is a good line and we're lucky you know that he's gonna still be here after this so uh go buy something from him message him on facebook and just like buy some guitar strings if you can you know um i'm sure that it would help a lot 
Yeah, and if you don't play music, go buy a ukulele and and start playing music. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It'll heal your soul. Yeah, you got no excuses. We're all stuck at home all day. So Yeah, what a what a better time to pick up a, a musical instrument yeah. and start learning, right? Well, I've learned like a bunch of I was like the world's shittiest campfire guitarist, Cody. You know this. <laughs> yeah. you, um, so Cody and I played a lot of music together like downtown. And Cody's endured my guitar playing for like a couple of years now, firsthand, standing right next to the amp doing sound while I really just like do the wrong things to a guitar. But the good news is with Corona, I've become a pretty good guitar player over the last, uh, over the last month, man. I feel like I can say that. I practice a couple hours every day since Corona started on just scales, chords, and, you know, you should, you should like, expect, expect progress if you put in the work. So, guys, go get your first cheap guitar, cheap ukulele, like Cody said. Jimmy sells stuff that you can play music on for, like, 25 bucks. You can get a melodica. Oh, yeah. Or even a kazoo. Get a kazoo. Yeah, man. Learn some, you know, John Coltrane transcriptions on it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Go to Berkeley for kazoo studies. <laughs> During the open mic night at uh, at Moe's uh, Starlight Lounge, there um, we needed some some more chords for the PA, and uh, Matt McDermott ended up going at, uh, to, to Jimmy's Music Supply and getting those chords, and he comes back with a kazoo for me. He's like, hey, I heard you really know how to play one of these. <laughs> I heard you're a kazoo master. Yeah. Well, that was that was a joke. Like we used to cover a few songs and I would play on the kazoo to make it sound like a saxophone. Uh or as close to. Like uh we used to do low rider and I'd do the whole sax part on the kazoo. What does that go like? I forget. It, it's uh sing it. Everybody's heard that song. You know, the no, ra, duh. Get oh, yeah. Da, 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 da. Show theme song, man. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I love that tune. It's a pretty groovy beat, actually. Yeah. And then that. Yeah. It was, it was a lot of fun. Like George Lopez's face, like, look at my crazy family. I'm George Lopez. Whatever happened to George Lopez? <laughs> What's he doing with Corona? I have no. <laughs> What's yeah. up, George Lopez? We know you're watching, and we appreciate it. Shout out, to George Lopez, <laughs> and family. Yeah, man. If you do see this, George Lopez, please jump on a podcast <laughs> yeah, with George us. Lopez, That'd be great. We just need like a million dollars. That'll give us some runway, and <laughs> we'll just put <laughs> we do as that for a deal. <laughs> <laughs> oh man that'd be great that'd be great yeah, <laughs> yeah. slide into my dms well. Lopez. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh man so, <laughs> back to durango um yeah sure fine <laughs> sure uh what do you think what what are you thinking when are we gonna see uh restaurants and uh and mm. Um, you know, venues start opening up. 
Yeah, that's a good question, man. And I've been thinking about that a lot. It's hard for me to give an answer. And I think it's hard for people who direct local, uh, you know, municipal like health directories to give an answer. Um, there's a lot of, I think even at this point where we're starting to see a lot of places which have more or less totally turned around, I first of all find myself questioning the legitimacy of many of those reports that, oh, there's been no new cases in, in Kansas today. Like, I don't think a lot of that is accurate. Second of all, I think there's a second wave. I've seen a lot of... Um, a lot of like audio clips and sound bites and uh, full interviews of people who are not talking heads. They're scientists on the air. And they're saying, yeah, I mean, we're going to open it back up and this is going to happen again. And yeah. we need that to happen. So it's nuts because I think what we're going to see, Cody, is I think in about two months, we're going to see people playing shows again. And then I think in about four months or three months, even, we're going to see people not playing shows again. And I think that's going to happen maybe two or three times before this is all over. Yeah, it could. That was definitely a big concern um, I've been reading up on uh, from a lot of different sources that, and it makes sense. I mean, and probably definitely plays into what Durango's got planned um, as far as doing like a soft opening and only opening certain yeah. businesses as of right now. Because it does make sense. I mean, everybody's kind of spinning their wheels and going crazy uh, stuck at their house. So, yeah. I mean, I can imagine if everything just opened all at once and everybody just floods out, it would be yeah. one one heck of a party for about well, two I for weeks. One would not then... be part of that, you know. And I think a lot of people, if it got fully opened up today, I think a lot of people, not just me, would actually stay home. Still, I would continue to stay home. Um, I wouldn't go out to the bars and go back down to start. I certainly wouldn't start playing live shows. Um, and I do think, you know, there's some weird, since the whole Corona thing started, right? There's been this weird gray area of ethics. I guess maybe it was more gray when it started and got more black and white as it got more serious. But, you know, like back like a, a couple months ago when it was like, I know a lot of people were asking themselves, is it right that I'm asking my friends and loved ones to come gather in a venue while I play music, knowing that this like viral uh, epidemic is, is, you know, starting to like take place in my country. And obviously now it's not okay. And what we're going to be seeing is the question flipped around of like, well, when is it okay again? When does it become okay? When am I going to be able to go on Facebook and be like, I'm playing at the balcony tonight. Come on down. Bring your grandma. Like, when am I going to be able to make that Facebook post without looking awful? Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. 
that's a tough question yeah that was a you know big thing in my mind too if we do you know go out and book a gig and uh start advertising it how much uh how much kickback is there going to be from people going hey well you shouldn't be doing this yeah. um gathering people together is not a good idea so that's i think that's a big question that's on everybody's uh head right now is yeah when is it going to be okay when you know when can we call ourselves safe i think uh, it's still too soon to say man yeah and that's yeah. crazy because like what is like i've been stuck in my house we've been stuck in our houses more or less right for like like about 30 days now yeah you know uh and it's crazy to think like wow we might still be totally in the dark about how long this is gonna last but i think that's where we're at yeah i i agree uh so you know everybody out there definitely stay patient uh, yeah. i mean it's better to be safe than dead you know no doubt yeah we'll we'll get there we'll get there and hopefully when we do get there you know we can show some love and go out and uh you know, definitely support our local businesses, especially the ones that are struggling. Um, I know Durango has already taken a few blows. Um, I mean, there's been a couple places that have shuttered up since this started, man. Yeah, we lost down the rabbit hole. That was yeah. a good one. And, uh, yeah, lost the, uh, um, the theater there. Yeah, and that's an interesting, you know, I'm sure Nathan, who's not on the podcast today, could give us more of a scoop on that and where it's at right now. I'm curious about what's going to happen with that. Oh, I am too. I, I can tell you one thing for sure. That place isn't going to stay closed very long. Right, because like Durango loves, that theater is such a staple, I feel like. Oh, definitely. It's it's iconic. So, yeah, man. And, like, where are you going to have the follies? Like, I feel like there's a lot of events that are inextricably bound to that venue. And there's, totally. like, you can't have them at a different venue or else it's not going to be, like, the thing anymore and people wouldn't be into it anyways. Right. Yeah, I totally agree on that one. You know, and in the meantime, you know, there is uh, some some businesses coming up with, uh, with some great ideas to, you know, keep their doors open. Uh, like the balcony bar and grill, they're offering delivery and takeout services. Yeah. Right, which is great because I, I couldn't. Out balcony bar and grill, Alice Ball. Yeah. What up? She uh, she owns that business and she's super busy. I can't believe how much she does in a day, but she makes it all seem pretty manageable, even though it looks like a lot. And she is keeping that place open. Seems like she's doing one of the better jobs. Yeah. Uh, any of the food and beverage places in town. Um, they've been good on social media, pushing their pickup stuff. And I hope that they've been seeing, seeing some results from that. Um, I've ordered from there a few times in the last couple weeks. And I really like the black, uh, the blackened catfish is perfect. It's like my favorite thing. I never knew I liked catfish till I tried that there. <laughs> now yeah. I love catfish. Yeah, well, we're super thankful. I mean, Durango would not be the same without the balcony bar. That's for sure. Man, I started playing like 
I played my first solo shows there. I played like my first uh, solo shows of like my own original music. And I saw some of like, I rem- you know, like when the balcony backstage was a thing. Rest in peace, balcony backstage. I, I miss mm-hmm. it. But I saw some really cool music go down on that weird little stage. Um, with like the awkward pole in the middle of the stage. You remember that when you're playing a show there on that stage and there's this like fifth band members, what some people called it, that pole in the middle of the fucking stage. <laughs> yep. Good times. Oh, it was great. Hey, hey, Dave Bloom. I see your, your uh, comment here. Uh, we're using StreamYard right now. And uh, to Nathan, um, I guess he's saying the straighter is uh, flexing and trying to buy out some other building owners uh, here in Durango. So we'll see what happens with that. I know the straighter was talking about building their own uh, stage right in the, uh, right Ooh. in the back there in that empty if lot. If the straighter builds their own empty lot, there will be two stages. Let's yeah. do that, man. Let's that get could be, stages. that could be a, little, a lot of fun here in Durango, man. You could have a spinning double stage like they have at a uh, at Lockin Festival where <laughs> just like waste a million dollars on like a festival stage that spins <laughs> let's do that yeah oh on that note uh, I think you were mentioning to me that there was more festivals ca- uh, canceled yeah man I mean it's really hard to see but uh, if you go Give me a second to look it up. All right. Um, yeah, let's let's table that for a second because there's this one article I found that lays it out perfect. Um, but you know what I want to talk about? Instead of just for a second, instead of we can get to more cancellations in a sec, but there's plenty to be bummed about. I think. Yeah, let's what talk I'm about something for a second. Is what we're gonna be doing? Like I said, there's gonna be a day when the sun comes out and we really have leaked this thing. Um, I hope I won't look back on this podcast in like a year and think I sounded like a fool mm-hmm. from, like my <laughs> from my bunker in the apocalypse. Look back on this podcast. Well, say, on that, on that note, you know, we're going to be offering services. How about you start on that? I know. So I think that's a great idea. I think we should start with you, with you actually, because okay. you're sitting in a uh, awesome little studio space right now. So one of our plans yeah. with Durango uh, music is to offer live recording studio uh, services, you know, concert uh, recording in studio recording, and then uh, professionally mastered live videos, whether that be uh uh, concert you play somewhere or if you decide to bring the whole band up into the woods with a generator and yeah. shoot a, a music video type setting but yeah on that note let's uh do you want to show the world your studio there a little bit i would love to i'm super proud of it you guys um i like just finished building all this myself over the last week so you can see I got a lot of panels on the wall. These are sound absorption panels. Um, I basically created a totally like dead 
dry space in this room, which for the type of room it is, is ideal. Uh, it's not too dry, but it's a small room, so you're not going to get a good non-dry sound out of it. And so what's cool about what I've done with the panels is you can set up a kit in here and mic it up, and it's actually going to sound pretty damn good, um, especially because I have even more absorption panels I'm about to build as well as a lot of acoustic diffuser tubes that I've designed and I'm going to build over the next month. In about a couple months' time, man, this is going to be a really, really, really legit studio. So let me show you some stuff. This is kind of a little space to hang out and chill on the couch, uh, maybe like while you're tracking guitar or listening to the mix or just coming in for a meeting, whatever, like um, just a hangout space while you create your music in this space. Um, you kind of get to come in and rent the whole space. Like you run this whole, it all kind of belongs to you for the day. Um, we've got a bunch of keyboards. What I have set up right now are two of my favorite ones, the Yamaha and the Nord. We got a little Moog set up over there as well. It's kind of dark, but uh, you know, there's a lot of cool sounds that you can get out of this little station here. Um, it's pretty nice, man. It's pretty. I like to sit there and play piano for a really long time every day. Um, moving along, we have got more gear, uh, full guitar recording set, set up. Uh, we can mic up your amp. Uh, dial in one of our amps. We have other amps other than these tiny ones here. Um, and it's kind of like when you pay for using the studio, you pay to rent all the stuff in it, so you can use any of this. Um, this is something I'm really excited about. This board here, it's like an old school Tascam that they souped up and made like a modern version of. Um, and so this is a 24 track recording and mixing board that you could do uh, 10 inputs simultaneously. So you could totally mic up like a pretty complicated band and do a multi-track recording of like a live album in this space. Um, and of course, we can also put it on this computer here and work on things for you on Pro Tools. I guess the final thing to show you is what is going to be a really snazzy vocal booth right here. Right now it's just a closet with a microphone in it. But it's going to be really insulated in here. And so you'll be able to come to this studio and record everything you would want to record in a really good acoustic environment at a super, super inexpensive rate. Oh, that's awesome, man. That's, yeah. Uh, it's looking really good. And, uh, you know, another another big bonus um, of these boards, like the board you're just talking about and uh, the board I've got here, it's an Alesis board. Oh, uh, nice. Cool. So, yeah, the cool thing about these two boards is, you know, we're not stuck to just doing studio recordings. 
oh, we yeah. can come down to your gig somewhere and mic up everything, set your levels for playing the uh, venue, wherever that may be, and have actually all of it recorded. And, yeah. uh, you know, we can come in and, and track it all later, kind of mix it down better, clean up some of the, the uh, outside noise. Um, so and let's say you're a band from Chicago and you want to come to Durango and shoot a cool ass music video in the mountains while you're on tour in Southwest Colorado, like you can use our website to book your gigs and do all that and set up your tour. But on top of it, like, yeah, we can use one of our boards. to like, we'll take you up to like 12,000 feet in the mountains. We'll drive you up there, set up your stuff and you know, we'll price it out, but you can get a whole music video customized to like your creative vision, right? Exactly. Yeah, it's it's great. I'm working on for that exact purpose too. I'm working on finding um, one of the old uh, Honda generators or one of the RV generators that are just like silent, nice. which yeah. it'll be cool for. Uh, one of the ideas I had for people that want to do those kind of music videos or, you know, I'm not even opposed to going up to Moab where there's some uh, natural amphitheaters that are pretty cool. Right. Yeah, yeah that would be dope. Yeah, so I'll set up a generator and run a 100-foot extension cord down from it. And uh, nice. then you won't hear the generator noise and we can we can record some pretty awesome videos, some cool footage. Uh, so that'd be a lot of fun. Uh, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of cool ideas floating around for that. Um, as of right now, uh, um, we're pretty much already there. We're pretty much set up to start offering these services as soon as things get back to normal. Yeah. Um, oh, you know, another service to touch on that we were gonna and haven't yet is the merchandising deals as well as how you know we can help people out with some e-commerce uh but in terms of producing designing uh ordering merchandise we are going to be offering services for that and if you have merchandise that you already it already exists you need to sell it um that's another big thing we're going to offer through e-commerce yep um, we're, we're still hammering out all the logistics of that, but yeah, that's a big plan of ours is to offer, uh, you know, merchandising outlets for a lot of different people. You know, we want to do it for bands, uh, venues. We're going to have some shirts coming out and some different merch for the starlight. Uh, our one pastor Nathan just chimed in said soon, way, way soon with no upfront costs. Yep. I don't know if anyone out there is Jewish. But I am. <laughs> and when I hear no upfront costs, I got to say I like that. <laughs> there oh, we go. yeah. Nathan. Cool. That, yeah, that's awesome, Nathan. We're, we're stoked to get on that, you know, and uh, that's, that's the other thing. So the merch will be, you know, for bands, we'll help you design your logos if you need it. We'll, we'll help with uh, all that and get you some merch rocking. Same for venues if you're out there and – you don't have merchandise yet uh we definitely would love to help you also private businesses uh right now i know lost soul media is working on a website for um for uh don baldwin 
with yeah. uh, Durango Ampworks. Well, the design package is there too. Like for Don right now, because I'm the in-house guy for Lost Soul with design, you know, I'm actually also part of my job involves making logos for people. And this is, you know, I already kind of transferred it online. Um, but this is like a mock-up, a design concept that I developed for Don. He's got a company called Durango Ampworks. I'm not doing a good job with this, centering it. There we go. Um, you know, and so I developed a concept for a logo for Don by sending him some sketches on the whiteboard, emailing back and forth. I think we actually used Facebook. It was super easy. He was like, uh, I would like mountains. So I put in mountains. I like this. I don't like that. Let's change this. And after just a day of back and forth, uh, you know, now we've got stickers, uh, letterhead, business card designs, uh, t-shirt designs, uh, website designs that incorporate whatever elements of the logo Don wants at a really reasonable package. And we can deliver the final product to Don in the form of literally the business cards themselves or just like the, the image file and he can do the rest of it. So you can customize what you get in a big way. And so if you wanna pay for the works and get like a full branding package, you can totally do that. Or you could just get like a nice cool logo design and we'll shoot it over to you. So uh, I know there's a lot of bands out there that don't have like a, an image to use on things like business cards or, uh, you know, the little circle like on your Instagram profile where like the picture goes, it's nice to have a consistent image for your brand because a band is a brand. Oh yeah. Yeah. And it's all looking great. I'm super, uh, I'm super excited about all of it. It's a great thing. Um, you know, and another service we're, uh, we're gearing up. Um, you know, as Lapata County moves to reopen, um, we're definitely going to start offering some equipment rental services and uh, live sound engineering. Um, me personally, I've been I've been uh, doing sound for quite a bit on uh, many different types of PA systems and setups in general, from you know in-house club type PA systems to uh, my personal rig. Uh, being pretty mobile, um, I, that's a big thing. A lot of bands out there, I'm, you know, I see struggle with their sound all night, especially in some of the venues around here where you're dealing with low ceilings and yeah. hard walls. It's and, a kiss of death, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Man, there's nothing that'll kill a show. There's, there's nothing that'll kill a show faster than like a shitty element in your sound right it's so important everyone yeah. knows that, but like so many people nonetheless overlook really dialing in a sound checker having a sound guy slash sound person you know people overlook that and it's it's crazy because you could play the same song at the same skill level and depending on like your eq and the placement of the mics 
and the levels and the placement of the monitors, all this stuff that someone like you can come in and guarantee success in those, you know, areas on. Like, I, I never play without somebody helping me with sound. I think everyone should invest in putting the sound situation in your favor, right? Mm -hmm. That's how you get invited back to play more shows. And that's how people like to, like, that's when people stay and dance and listen. Like, if you don't have a good mix, it's it's not going to happen. That's it. You want everything clean. You want everything clear. And you want it right at that right sound level, you know. You don't want to be coming into some of these small places and being so loud it rings your eardrums. Unless you're playing a punk band. <laughs> <laughs> yeah if you play in a punk band it's just the goal to make people's ears bleed yeah so you're good yeah, just do your thing <laughs> <laughs> yeah no it'll be great i'm uh i'm looking forward to that that we're, we might be a few months away from that because of the yeah for sure. i mean it's like we were saying earlier i think we're gonna see a pretty brief window of live shows open up a couple months down the road and then i think we're gonna see close shortly thereafter um i wouldn't be surprised if we were looking at like six months or so until music as we know it uh resumed you know downtown uh across the world all that coachella uh open mics whole nine yards so i think the good news is at least even though that sucks we're gonna have a really oiled and ready to go, awesome model for people to immediately start benefiting from, you know, once once it's all clear to go. All right. Okay. Well, so we got uh, Timothy uh, chiming in here. He's he's wondering about prices for studio time. What up, Cricket? <laughs> I love Cricket. Yeah, yeah, man. How you doing, Cricket? I didn't know you were watching. Nice. This guy, Cricket, um, is a really good player, actually. Cricket plays like anything with strings really well. He's just one of those players. And uh, frequented the Moe's open mic scene. And this man can make the noise of like six crickets chirping simultaneously with his mouth. It's the craziest shit I've ever seen. And... He is a wonderful dude. So I love you, Cricket, wherever you're at, man. Uh, and prices for studio time, really TBD. TBD. It depends on what you need. It depends on how much you need of what you need. You know, um, we're not going to be setting a premium up front. We want to make this immediately an accessible uh, resource, more than a service. Uh Essentially, this is, you know, all of these are all like my capital assets in this studio. And basically what I've wanted to do is kind of turn it over to the Durango Music platform. And man, I'm going to be charging people a joke like it's it's going to be cheap as dirt and you're going to get a good recording. This is something that like if you're funding your jam band with with dishwashing and line cook dollars 
and fucking that's your budget like we're gonna get you out of here with at least one or two songs that are like epic um mm. and we're gonna do it for a fair price every time um especially right now though and for the foreseeable future like until like we were saying live music gets going again which could be you know who knows uh we're gonna try to help people out with this space it's selfish to keep it all to myself i want to have some people come in here i've built something cool i want them to be able to use it to build something cool of their own you know definitely i like that uh quite a bit i mean that's the big a big part of this is you know trying to give back to the community and help everybody out as much as we possibly can mm -hmm. um and i i plan on doing the same thing too with you know a lot of the other services um you know we want all of our we want all of our services to be really affordable we want them to be something that you know is going to help out every uh, musician in the area uh help out the venues as we're all kind of trying to recover from you know this this pandemic and yeah, big time I, I think it's great. I think uh, we've come up with some really, really cool things for, uh, you know, local music in general. And uh, I'm really excited to see what happens with all of it. Um, you know, and again, if you're watching and uh, you're interested in some of these services, you're welcome to uh, get a hold of Tyler directly. You can get hold, a hold of myself uh, directly. Um, or, you know, feel free to message our Facebook page, Instagram. Yeah. There's uh, so many ways to get a hold of us, man. With Durango Music, it's honestly me and Cody. Uh, we're the people. You know, there is, of course, Nathan Hammond is our awesome uh, search engine optimization slash VC slash webmaster. He's awesome, but he's got a lot going on. And we're like the contact people on the Durango Music front. So shoot a message. Just like DM me, DM Cody, whether it's about recording your album, whether it's about booking your tour. We've talked about a lot of different services we offer, um, but a really good way to find out if you want to be involved is to go check out our website, uh, DurangoMusic.com. It's actually in a pretty uh, like infancy stage still, but a lot of work has gone into it. And you can already use it as a really good resource for a lot of stuff. Uh, so check it out and get in touch with me and Cody. Definitely, definitely, yeah. We'll uh, we'll do our best to uh, get your book, get whatever uh, fulfillment needs. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and uh, you know that's a big thing. If you just message DurangoMusic.com directly, uh, that's probably your best bet because then yeah. all of us see it. All of us, oh, all of us can see it at once. Um, um, which it's great. I'm, I'm super excited about how, how uh, great this is going. Also, you know, on that note, uh, if you're a band out there or even a venue band, venue, music shop, or a guitar builder, amp builder, something of that nature, and you don't currently have a website, yeah. um, uh, Nathan Hammond, our, uh, <laughs> Our man of many talents in house here is offering to yeah. uh, to build you a website uh, under the domain. So it it would be a really great idea to get a hold of us. Uh, Lost Soul Media is doing some really great things yeah, with man. that. 
Um, here pretty soon, like I, I mentioned earlier, uh, we're, they're currently working on the website for Don Baldwin at uh, Durango Ampworks. Um, as soon as that's done, we'll definitely have links to that up on our uh, Facebook pages, all our social media pages on the website itself. Because um, so be great on your website, we help you out, you know? Like, we're going to design your website for you, but we're also going to promote the shit out of it after. Yeah. So hopefully, like, you know, as we work with Don, we can, you know, push Durango Ampworks and have a good relationship. You see Nathan's comment there, man? Uh, yeah, let's here. Let me pull it up. Let's see, merch sales on your website coming soon. And not perfect, but got the event functionality across multiple domains. Nice. Perfect. I'm going to be putting some merch on there, man. I've got a band, Tyler Reed and the Hypocrites. I know everyone's got a band, but yeah, the the marketing guy for this company has a band, and <laughs> the, the 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 PR guy also has a band. The the guy in HR has a band. Um, everyone's got a band, but yeah. you know, you can hopefully go on our website in a few months' time and be able to support my creative project cody's buy a t-shirt buy a sticker you know uh our website is going to be a place where we can offer help for you to get your stickers and your t-shirts for sale mm -hmm. yeah and on that note too and with uh the recording and everything we were talking about uh coming up and recording a few songs with uh with tyler um i think that'll be a great pilot throw that up on the website and on social media is just to kind of give people an yeah. idea of what the recording capabilities are. Uh, oh, dude, we got, we got the whole, whole nine yards here, man. You could record a crazy ass album in this room. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited to come up and do the, do the test run, man. I really oh, am. Yeah. It's going to be dope, man. Yeah. Yeah. Throw it out. I, I'm really excited about it. Well, okay, wait. So there's one more thing before I forget I wanted to bring up because I know we're coming to a close here, but this is important. Uh, the, the open mic, the online open mic. It's coming up in like four days. It's happening every Tuesday, just like the IRL in real life open mm -hmm. mic uh, was happening on Tuesdays. And Cody was hosting the IRL open mic. He's also hosting the online open mic. And I'm going to let him hit you guys with some details about how you can sign up for the one coming up this Tuesday. Yeah, absolutely. So there's a couple ways to uh, sign up. You can message me directly, you know, slide your musical selves into my DM. Uh, <laughs> or uh, you're welcome to go to a Starlight open mic page and you can message, message that directly. I see that uh, right away. Um, so we use this platform that we're doing our podcast on right here. And it's super simple. Um, basically, if you want to come play, uh, message me. I'll we'll kind of put together what order people are playing based upon when someone messages. Um, definitely have been a little flexible trying to get everybody in with uh, you know the times that they're available for as well. 
Yeah. And so all the all I do from there is I'll send you a link through Facebook Messenger. It's usually the easiest way. I can also email it to you. Um, and you open the link and follow the instructions for the website, and I take care of the rest for you right there. I get to I get to kind of introduce you. I can do the the whole, you know, hey guys, thanks so much for coming. You know, up next, playing his tasty jams. We got Tyler Reed Smith coming to the stage. Here he is, guys. Like, I'll make a bunch of sounds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I love it. It's been a lot of fun. We've done it twice so far. We're doing it every Tuesday, starting at seven o'clock Mountain Time. And man, I miss it. Like, I miss going to the open mic and like, Hearing people play, like, and sometimes, like, you know, I'll play. Mainly, I like to, like, hear people play, man. And mm -hmm. I checked out the last, you know, online open mic, and I was really impressed because it was the same feeling. You know, I got to kind of, I cracked open a beer. I was at home, but I felt like I was at Moe's. And yeah. it was like, oh, here's this fucking guy. Like, <laughs> you know, like, it's the same thing. <laughs> You know, and you got to be like, oh, cool, this guy's coming on. Like, I, I wonder if he's going to play that song. It's, it's cool, man. Like, it's different, of course, but you should try it out. Um, especially because I know most of y'all don't like, you know, playing an instrument. And that's fine, even though you should. Um, but, you know, check it out and listen. It's really fun. And you can sort of put yourself downtown at an open mic, crack a beer from your own home and travel absolutely it's fun you know what i miss the most about uh starlight's open mic was the uh really freeform feel that we oh uh, yeah managed to come up with <laughs> sometimes too free <laughs> sometimes it's like you're getting up sometimes i remember like there would always be situations like some girl comes up to and i shouldn't say some girl like you know, some person comes up to play like a really intimate, like soft folk song or something. And then some drunk juice, like I'm going to like take a drum solo while she's doing that, <laughs> you know, and which I love, like, I think that's what makes it like a wild west open mic that I want to go to. But yeah. about the online one, man, is you can really make it the best open mic show you've ever played, like plan it out. You're going to be in comfort of your own home. And you can really like know you're not going to be interrupted, so pretty cool. Yeah, it's really great, and uh, yeah. it'd be a good way to get started playing live. It's less scary than being at the bar and doing it. Yeah, absolutely. I think if you haven't done the uh, live performance side of music yet, I think one of the best things you could do is uh, come visit us on our open our online yeah. open mic night. It's a good starting ground. I hope I see like more people who haven't ever done it before than people who do do it all the time. Cause I really do think actually, now that we're saying it, like it's the perfect thing, man. If you want to emerge from Corona and like be like maybe confident enough to go play shows, use this time to practice and also build up your confidence with some online open mics. Definitely. Definitely. Yep, I, I'm, I'm loving it. It's getting more and more popular. I think. I'm loving it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, so many good things can come out of this, and I think that's really important for people to remember. 
was yeah when we go through something like this it's a little bit devastating and uh definitely terrifying for a lot of people um but i think that's a big part of uh you know being human when something like this happens you can either take it one or two ways you can you know kind of curl and panic and you know worry about what's going to happen next or you can take it upon yourself to try to do something new to try to find a new angle to try yeah. to bring yourself out of it a new way keep, keep saying inspirational stuff <laughs> oh here he's going wait, wait, wait we'll do uh we'll do some more wait what should we do strings yeah okay keep going okay. all right yeah. so you know, i want people to really remember that during times like these the best thing you can do is love your neighbor love each other support each other in every way you can and uh you know keep a positive attitude a positive attitude will do a lot for you in life and it'll definitely keep you going through uh all these hard times um you know, share with the world what you got take the take the time to uh find maybe things you've left behind as you were growing up you know some of us wanted to be artists and got caught up with our day jobs or Unless wanted to play guitar, but never could find the time to pick up the strings. Well, now's the time. Turn a negative into a positive. Yeah. Thanks, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> so much easier to give a speech, right? Oh, I don't. I don't know if it was easier or harder. No, like, probably man. harder. My bad, but you know. That was <laughs> I was just thinking the whole time, like, man, this is going to bring me into some really heavy topics. I'm going to start crying <laughs> on the video here. Well, right on, man. Uh, great podcast today. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, any last notes from you, my man? I think that's it. I think we touched it all. Cool. We touched it all. Yeah. yeah. Well, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next Thursday at yeah. 6 o'clock Mountain Time. Tune on in, y'all. See you. Have a good week. Yeah. Peace.